0: Every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Diva's radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective.
1: All right, then. We'll go right into our Green Dude segment with EcoEd this week. That sounds great. We'll pick up
0: where we left off on uh, solar, and we'll call this one Solar 201. Solar 201. So 201. much
2: to know. So much to know. Anyway, yeah, what do you got for us?
0: And it was actually, I figured I'd start it off with a great little story, because one time we were with uh, a good friend of ours, Ed Bagley Jr. Our buddy. And we were talking about an unrelated subject, and somebody asked him, what is your thought on nuclear energy? And he shocked the audience by standing up and saying loud and proud, I am a big fan of nuclear power.
1: Everybody like like, oh.
0: <gasps>
1: <laughs> No, Ed, say it's not so!
0: And then he went on to explain that we've got a wonderful tremendously powerful nuclear reactor about 93 million miles away from the earth and it provides us with light with heat with energy and it's exactly. free it's free for the most part right and it's relatively low cost yeah so i say let the sun shine in yeah, you yeah. it is a giant nuke ball right in effect absolutely <laughs> yeah. so uh, what we're here to, today to talk about is that solar is not a, it's not a silver bullet nor is there any single silver bullet to create an unlimited, low-cost, low-polluting, abundant energy source. Right. So what we want to do is take advantage of the opportunities and whether they're solar, wind, water, geothermal, tidal, or many others out there that make up an increasingly large component of our sustainable energy future. If you are a good candidate for solar and you've uh, done your part to conserve energy to make things more efficient, then absolutely you want to take advantage of solar energy. And depending upon where you are in the country, um, and uh, that'll dictate what, uh, what your cost of electricity is, what the local rebates and incentives are. And uh, I believe last time we mentioned a, a website called desireusa.org, yeah. which is D-S-I-R-E-U-S-A.org. And that will show you what federal incentives and also state incentives and rebates are available to people to, make, uh, to help them adopt solar energy.
1: Good, good, good. Yeah, we'll make sure we put that
0: on the website. Great. And uh, where we left off last time, too, is speaking about the possible financing options for solar. And this is where it can get really confusing. Yes. Because although solar is a great environmental tool from a financial perspective, it is attractive. But what I want to do is help people to understand what makes the most sense for them. Right. Okay. And when it comes down to it, there's three three basic financing options to owning a, a solar array or a solar hot water system. One is outright purchasing it. If you can afford to, if you have the money, the savings, or the capital available, that's usually the one I recommend because then you get the full financial benefit. So how much are we talking? All depends. Uh, if it's a simple solar hot water system, it could be a few thousand dollars. A solar array for a larger home can be 50000 uh, You know what? A solar array for a larger home or a, um, a huge building can be up in the millions.
2: Okay, so let's talk about a 3,000-square-foot three, 3, home. More or less,
0: with a good solar exposure, it might yes. be a system that uh, may cost in the fifty thousand dollar range before rebates and incentives. Wow. wow! So that's still high. I mean, still high, but when you figure in uh, federal tax credits for thirty percent of that right off okay. on your first tax return, okay. and then some state rebates and incentives. Um, in a lot of states, there's a tremendous positive return, like uh, California is the leader in the country, New Jersey is number two. Yeah, states, that's a surprise. Yeah, states like uh, Hawaii, Colorado are also up there because the incentives make it so good. If you're a good candidate, it almost doesn't make sense not to do it. Right, right. And then you have leasing options, or uh, one of the things that's, uh, that's been very successful is what's called a power purchase agreement, a PPA. And that's something where uh, another company actually owns the array on your roof, but they're selling the energy back to you at a reduced cost. Interesting. So, in effect, they're leasing your roof space, and you're getting the benefit of being environmentally sound and lowering your energy costs and guaranteeing that cost at a certain rate moving forward.
2: Really? Okay, so that, that's a cost savings as well,
0: obviously. Yeah, with no outlay.
1: And right. they maintain the... the, the
0: panels or whatever they'll the maintain it, is. they'll take care of it if it breaks or something, they'll they'll take full responsibility for it. And then there's a whole host of leasing options, which is the third part. Ho ho host. Ho ho. A whole, host. <laughs> <They> <laughs> a whole <laughs> sorry. host of leasing options. I'm sorry, I'd rather myself. have a Twinkie. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I couldn't a,
2: help myself either.
0: <laughs> that's a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> so. ho and leasing options, those tend to be the most confusing. I've seen some of them out there that are very attractive. I'm working on one right now where uh where SunPower has a very attractive lease program because they want to own a lot of the systems. So they're making it very attractive to owners for owners to step in. Yeah, I know someone that just got a SunPower system, and they're thrilled. Oh, they're wonderful. My, my panels are, are SunPower. So you leased from SunPower? No, I actually purchased mine. Oh, you purchased yours. Yep. And right now, in, this one is in California, and they have a specific, very attractive uh, oh, leasing okay. option. Um, but some of the leases out there, quite honestly, are not a good option. Um, I've read some. I won't name uh, specific companies, but when it comes down to it, as we mentioned last time, the benefit to the homeowner is only maybe less than $10 a month.
2: Right. Get a, get a CFL light bulb and you're better off, right? Exactly. Yeah, can right, Replace right. some lights with
0: yeah. uh, LEDs or CFLs and you're good to go. Yeah. That's a lot to go through for 10 bucks a month, man. Yeah, so yes. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's good, and uh, unfortunately, you really have to understand the finances of it. But there's a, as a brief overview, those are the three options, and it should have a very positive financial impact in addition to being the environmentally sound thing to do and, and using renewable energy and reducing your dependence on fossil fuels. I like it.
2: I do too, obviously. I have a great house and a great and a great, I'm a great candidate, Ed. I'm going to will you come out and, and, uh, and uh, do my uh, see if I can get solar? Sure. Really good because I really think that that would be be, the best uh, thing. You know, like the
1: next thing to do for the next time you know you come in, right? In in the next couple weeks, if if you have the ability to go out and look and just do an assessment. Sure. You know, because you you have a fairly average. I mean, it's a beautiful house, but you know what I mean. It's it's no, it's an average. It's a fairly average. House, house for this area, yeah, and then we can actually do the details of what it would take we'll and take what your pictures options and everything. are. Would you yeah. be willing
0: to do that? Sure, and actually remind me next time because uh, as I walked in, uh, when was your house built? This one was built in 1900. In 1900, so uh, we've wh- got great exposure up there, man. Yep, so a thought that I had was actually to bring my infrared camera here and take a look inside the walls and have some fun with that. <gasps>
2: Ooh, oh, my. Yay. To see, like, like for insulation and stuff like that? Like insulation if there areas. is insulation. Yeah. Anywhere, maybe? Anywhere? No, you know insulation? what? My first house was 1907. Dead squirrels? I don't know. Well, you <laughs> never know. Uh, but I had a 1907, my first house. And oh, yeah. Uh, no insulation. Yeah. No. None. No. <laughs>
1: it's unlikely. Usually,
0: these old stuccos, they blow it in later. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: which is what had to be done for ours. All right. Well, so here's,
0: here's a last tip on solar, okay. and this is when people are building new. Um, One thing that I uh, constantly tell architects, and I do a lot of sessions for the AIA, is it's very easy when building a new house to design it with solar, with in southern line. exposures, yeah, sure. Right. And it's very simple if you design it up front, because even if the current homeowner doesn't take advantage of it, at least in the future, you have the uh, option to do that.
1: What's well, a marketable uh, upgrade or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and smart. orienting
0: a southern roof as opposed yeah. to putting a gable up there or facing an east-west is very simple to do, especially early yeah. on in the process. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. Good call. Thank you, Ed. Stay- he's staying in the
0: studio with us for more fun. And looking forward to me- uh, hearing from Marielle Hemingway. All right, stay tuned. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.